Welcome back to 20 Minute Bio with yours truly, Aiden Lowe. In 1928, the discovery of antibiotic penicillin allowed bacteria to be effectively controlled, and the survival rate of humans was also greatly improved. However, the excessive use of antibiotics has also led to the development of drug resistance in bacteria, and therefore, superbugs were born. According to data from the United Nations in 2019, at least 700,000 people die every year due to antibiotic-resistant infections. Currently, humanity is still searching for alternate methods to stop superbugs. Thankfully, that is the mission statement from the bright minds in the Zoom call with me right now. Four members from the iGEM CCU team, who are currently competing in the iGEM annual synthetic biology competition. Thank you for joining everyone. Um, let's do an introduction with your name, your department, and what you do in your team. Hello everyone, my name is Leon and I'm major in biomedical science. In the CCU iGEM team, I'm a dry lab team member and responsible for experimentation. Hi everyone, I'm Plus. I major in biomedical sciences, and I am a co-lead who helps leader to handle teamwork. Also, I'm a member of YLab who is responsible for doing the experiments and compiling data and figures. Hi, I'm Gina. I major in chemistry and biochemistry, and I am one of the dry lab members responsible for the wiki. Hey, it's me, Jenna, from previous episode. I'm the co-lead of human practice, responsible for collaboration, communication, entrepreneurship, and promoting our picture book project beyond Taiwan. So glad to be back. Yes, it's an honor to have you back, Janet, and to the three others, Leon Plus and Gina, they're all taking turns right now, and they're stepping out of their comfort zone, speaking English for the sake of me in this podcast, so I appreciate them a lot. All right, uh, so let's start with the money question. How are you planning on solving the superbug issue? Yeah, I can answer that. To reduce the use of antibiotics, we created an antimicrobial dressing, which is a fancy name for the protection fabric for wounds. We choose antimicrobial peptides, AMP, and cell-penetrating peptide, CPP, as our material. Okay, so how is this CPP and AMP mechanism different from current antibiotics? Um, the biggest difference is that AMP and CPP won't easily cause drug resistance. The CPP acts as a Trojan horse. It is in charge of penetrating the cell membrane and bring the killer AMPs into the cells. In addition, our dressing needs to be controlled so that the antimicrobial agent will be released only when the dressing contacts the wounds. Since we know the thrombin exists in wounds, we insert a thrombin capticide beside the AMP. The thrombin will act as a sixus while the capticide is like a tag. That is to say, when the dressing contacts with the wound, the thrombin will cut the tag and the antimicrobial agents will be dropped in. Nice. It's, uh, it's very fascinating to hear the step-by-step -step process in designing a biomedical product. 
So it sounds like this AMP is your main weapon. So how do you make sure this peptide won't harm the human it's trying to protect? Um, excessive AMP concentration will harm the human body. We should do further experiments to ensure the range of AMP concentration that is safe for the human body. We will test the antimicrobial ability through designing the MIC test for AMP minimal use. Our dressing will be used as a therapy for the human body. Considering the biosafety, we also plan the hemolysis and cytotoxicity test to guarantee the red cells and other cells in the body won't be hurt. So we will get the optimal range of AMP concentration through the MIC test and cytotoxicity test. Mm, I see, I see. In addition to the above two considerations, because the antimicrobial agent we design includes CPP linking with AMP, the cell penetration test will be needed to ensure the structure of peptides could work in the cells. To meet the iGen competition requirements for synthetic biology, we conduct the expression of our peptides by using E. coli. So to sum up, we will use the bacteria to produce our AMPs, CPPs, and link CPPs with the AMPs. Also, using them to do kinds of experiments to check the efficiency of our product and the safety of human bodies. Uh, I see. So if I'm understanding correctly, we are using E. coli as a transporter or producer? Actually, E. coli is one of the common model organisms for experimenting that will generate the product we want more easily. Um, basically, model organisms have been researched more thoroughly so it is easier for us to get the information that we can simply control or change it to research. And this is the reason why we use E. coli as our transporter. I see. So speaking of transporting, I'm sure the transport of information and data is equally important. So how are you guys going to plan to present your results? I can imagine this is way more complex than your average high school science fair poster. That is correct. Wiki is one of the ways we can publicize our projects. And my job is to collect the works from wet lab, dry lab, and human practice and present them in detail like a notebook. And the page will show our team's schedule, timeline, and all of our projects in a visually pleasing way. On the technical side, we use VS Code as a code editor then apply HTML, CSS, and JavaScript skills we have learned on the internet on our own. But that is not enough to complete the whole wiki. On top of all this, we are constantly discussing with our advisor and our team members to make our presentation smooth and comprehensive. Just one small question. Do you know coding before the iGEM competition or do you learn everything yourself? Both my partner and I don't learn anything about code before, and we learn it from zero. Yes. Ah, uh, interesting. That is very impressive. And uh, thank you so much, Dina. Thank you. It's very cool to know that computer science also comes into play here. Even though you might start off with zero experience, now you're currently learning even during the composition. 
Uh, now, allow me to switch gears a little bit and get into marketing and education. I believe one of the criteria of, of iGEM, if I'm not mistaken, is fast education. So um, this is a question for Janet. Can you tell me a little bit more about fast education and how is your team planning on promoting your project? Yeah, our human practice focusing on education and other aspects, bringing the accurate information and knowledge to the public. So we plan to target different age groups and find out the most suitable way to promote our project and what we wish to deliver. So back in May, we originally planned for some summer program for elementary and high school students. Unfortunately, the sudden COVID outbreak forced us to switch plan online. But I think it was a great opportunity that allowed us to explore the potential of online learning. How did this iGen team find the right media to suit every age group? So for elementary school, we have a picture book project. This is one of my favorite projects. We create a parent-child digital picture book, The War on Germs, targeting preschool and elementary school children, combining Mingxiong's unique culture with our project and the accurate use of antibiotics with super cute graphics and interesting plot. Yet, we wish to bring this idea beyond Taiwan by collaborating with several foreign agent teams to translate the book into 21 languages. Definitely check this out on our Instagram. Um, you did show me the picture book and it was full of Thai. There was a lot of Taiwanese culture involved, uh, even like with the appearance of the germs or the appearance of the antibiotics or your own dressing. So it was really funny and it was really creative. So I also commend the team's effort. All right, so that was elementary. So. Um, I think there is one for each one, so I'm just going to shoot it out to you. So middle school, what do you have? Oh, we record a series of science courses related to basic symbiote knowledge, such as genes, for rising junior high school students to bridge the gap for what they'll learn in biology class in middle school. Are these like those Khan Academy videos where it's like a substitute for the biology education? Yeah, it kind of works like that, trying to bring like not very hardcore biology for those first timers. It's basically like Jin E Academy. Have you ever heard of that? Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Next one is high school. Fun fact, there are three high school Taiwanese agent team as well. We were invited by Wei Dao Gaozong to share our experience and project. We will talk about how high schoolers like themselves could be engaged in the Symbio project. And the podcast episode we are doing right now is another way to introduce Symbiol to high school students. From sharing our experience, we hope to provide some insights to high schoolers who are also biology enthusiasts. Yes, yes, that is my mission statement after all. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> jokes aside, it was it's actually really surprising. I didn't know there were uh, high school teams as well. Oh, because, yeah. Yeah, it, it's not really abundant, isn't it? Yeah. There's one in TAS Taipei, I mentioned to you before, and uh -huh, another yeah. one in Kangqiao. And mm. the third one is Mingdao in Taichung. Yeah. They it's, all have uh, like Bu in their school. So that's mm -hmm, how they mm -hmm. really get in touch. And for TAS Taipei, I think their laboratory equipment's better than us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's such a shame. Yeah, it, it's, no, it's crazy. No, it's just because their trife is ridiculous. <laughs> so they can all afford that. but. General, it, it's going to be pretty daunting for high schoolers, right? Yes. I mean, generally, the resources should be mm -hmm. should be less than college. 
A lot of them like trying to collaborate with um, college level of iGEM team. Oh. So collaborate with a Korean high school team that we will having a meeting next Monday to discuss a lot of like lab level or even entrepreneurship level collaboration. So the problem doesn't have to be like very complicated, just mm -hmm. their own interests. And if they're enthusiasts, they're in, they're interested in it and their school does support them to do so, mm -hmm. they'll have the team. All right. Uh, speaking of college, what are the activities you're aiming for college students? So at the college level, there are six other amazing teams for which we were lucky enough to have an online Taiwan iGEM meetup back in July. We have partnered up with NCTU Formosa Da to make better online science program. To know more about COVID and the vaccine, check out the video on our YouTube channel. And we also partner up with NCKU Tainan Chenda together to host an IASK symposium for iGEMers worldwide. We invited the iGEM Judging Program Committee and 2019 Grand Prize winner to share some of the tips and advice to bring their project on to the next level. Interesting. And lastly, they're also uh, helping elders. So uh, Janet, can you talk to me more about that? Yeah, sure. So targeting senior audiences, we base a plot on our project and turn it into interesting soap operas. Speaking in Taiwanese with traditional Chinese and English subtitles to advocate the accurate use of drugs while introducing the basics of our projects. For more information, definitely check out the link below. Everything is in the link below, by the way. It's a link yeah. tree, so it's like it's all combined together. Yes. Last question from me. What collaborations have you made with other countries and how actually do the negotiation work? So I'm the one in charge of the collaboration, but yeah, without my amazing team, we could not have complete any of that. The picture book translation collaboration process alone was a major work. So dating back in May, I made a Google spreadsheet with 364 teams contact information. What projects are they working on? And most importantly, the language do they speak? While the picture book was under final revision, I started to see collaboration. It was a lot of work, but totally worth it. So we also partook in some of the fun projects initiated by other IGEN teams, which really create a sense of global community in the midst of pandemic. We partook in the worldwide postcard exchange launched by German team iGEM Dusseldorf, iJet video project by iGEM TU Darmstadt, and wrote part of the task question for Brazilian Synthetic Biology Olympiad for students who cannot afford high entrance fee charged by other symbio competitions in Brazil. And lastly, we also partook in the SDG Impact Challenge hosted by TAS Taipei. So collaborating at a wet lab and dry lab level takes more time, but again, take out from the spreadsheet. I reach out to some of the teams that are working on similar topics or using similar approaches. My job includes setting up meetings between teams to discuss potential collaboration and sharing exper experimental progress and results. So one thing I really enjoyed in iGEM is the domestic or cross-country collaboration. You got the opportunity to meet and collaborate with talented, creative, and ambitious people who are benefiting the world. First thing is I would like to commend how you said all of the German names without fault. Oh uh, so <laughs> that that shows that you really care about the collaborations. Thanks. Because German names are very hard to pronounce. No, but uh, it's really pretty though. Yeah, Gosh. definitely. The uh, and also the Google Sheets. 
how did you get those and how did you get 364 informations i know you showed me it but how did you how did you manage to do it just curious you go on official website and like type in iGem team list and then copy them all to a spreadsheet and organize them trying to like find out their instagram or facebook or twitter they use yeah that's a process yeah that's a lot of work so i'm telling you i'm the one in charge of collaboration so when uh -huh. the project comes to me i would like waiting options should we be doing this should we be doing that uh -huh, and then uh -huh. i'll just like delegate the work to my teammates have mm -hmm. you declined any of the offers uh honestly only one there's one moscow city university they invite us for a public talk just like um it's like an iGen team meeting up to present your project and then give out ideas and feedbacks but i declined mm -hmm. that because i think we already have a lot of meetups meetups and collaboration even partnerships working on so that's the only one i declined that's actually a good thing a, a good thing to learn from which is like yeah. um you uh being a leader is like or being a collaborator sometimes it's not just about accepting everything yes or listening to everything you got to strip it down to what really benefits you or what you think helps you i just gotta say throughout these different explanations and fields of study we've just gone through together i have an incomprehensible respect for each of you for gladly taking on this challenge uh, it seems that you guys have all found your place in the team and have grown immensely from the experience even currently in the midst of your work and that aside i felt that i have learned something from listening to your experiences not only from the biomedical knowledge but the importance of open-mindedness and collaboration so thank you all for giving me this opportunity no problem thanks for having me yeah it's a pleasure to be here thanks for having us this was very from talking to you bye bye and for you who is listening to this at home, on transport, in school, whatever, if you're interested in the CCU iGEM's missions and activities, be sure to check out the links in the descriptions. And as always, I'll see you in the next episode.